And this is the Monday, November 22nd edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for today. So settle in and we'll set you up in slightly more than 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Fulgeman and Anita Marks with you here on this Monday morning. Of course, we're going to dive into a juicy little Monday night matchup in Tampa between the Buccaneers and a team that Anita knows oh so well in the New York area, the New York football giants. May give you some NBA as well, but it is a holiday week, so we'll give you the appetizers that hopefully load up your wallet so you can spend a little more money on Black Friday if that's what you do, or... Load up your wallet so you can buy new pants after you load up on turkey, dressing, (laughs) and all the trimmings on Thursday for Thanksgiving. Get nice and fat and happy for the holiday season. All right, Anita, we will be happy tonight to watch another uh, Monday night matchup. This time it is Tampa hosting the New York Giants. Uh, Tom Brady and co. coming off that rather disappointing loss last week to the Washington football team coming out of the bye. So they had an extra day of rest to get ready for Monday night against the Giants. They're laying 11 as a home favorite. Total of 49 and a half is what I see uh, right now on Caesar. So uh, first we'll start, as we always do, with the uh, side and total. Let me know how you feel about that. Then we'll dip into the prop market. But uh, Tampa laying 11, total of 49 and a half. How are you approaching this one? Yeah, listen, here's the thing. Tampa's lost two in a row, right? And and look at the difference home and away. They're crushing it at home. I get all of that. So I, I understand there's a lot of people that even though you're you're you know you're laying double digits if you do take the Giants, um I, I just and for a number of reasons, I am gonna take the Giants plus eleven. I am gonna play that. And also I'm gonna play a six point teaser. I'm gonna tease the Giants up to plus 17, and I'm gonna tease the over down to 44. Okay. Bucks have been averaging 40 points a game at home. The giants. Why do I like the giants? The giants are coming off of a buy. As I said, the bucks have lost two straight Tom Brady, not himself. He's got four interceptions in those two games. Um, injuries. He's still going to be without a B even though Gronk is expected back tonight. Vita Vea is out, which hurts them in the rushing game and their secondary uh, out of their four starting uh, DBs, of course, two corners, two safeties. Uh, they're only going to be sporting one starter from the start of the season. They have a lot of injuries in their secondary. Um, also, their secondary second most penalties in the NFL. They've got 11 penalties, whether it's pass interference or holding, whatever the case, second most penalties, the secondary for the Bucks they do. Uh, the Giants, they get Saquon Barkley back. Everything that I'm hearing in New York is that he should be active. How attractive is he going to be? I'll let you know when we get to our props. Uh, but they also get Anthony Thomas back, or Andrew Thomas, sorry, on the offensive line. Kadarius Toney and uh, Kenny Galladay have been practicing well this week, so they should be rearing to go. You also have Slayton in that wide receiving core. No Sterling Shepard. He didn't make the trip. Um, and also another thing that I don't think is enough is being discussed here is that you've got, don't forget Joe judge and Patrick Graham, Patrick Graham, the defensive coordinator, both spent a lot of time with the new England Patriots on that coaching staff. They know Tom Brady and they know his tendencies very well. I think that that gives them a little bit of an edge. I think you have to put some weight in that. And the biggest thing, and here it is, I've saved the best for last Tyler, the giants defense, the last three games, 
Okay. I mean, I, everybody likes to look at the statistics in regard to the season as a whole, but there's an ebb and flow to a season, especially a football team, right? Some that are getting better, some that are getting worse. The Giants defense, the last three games, have only allowed 39 points, only 28% third down conversion rate. They've only allowed three touchdowns in 13 red zone trips wow. from their opponents, right? Also, they're excellent against the short pass. Second best in the NFL. They have five interceptions, and they're only allowing six yards per pass on short passing plays. And that's where Tom Brady thrives. That's his wheelhouse. So um, and just, again, I, just, I, I think a few reasons why um, I do like the Giants tonight, and I do believe that they'll cover. So I am on the Giants side at plus 11. And like I said, I'm going to use them as a six-point teaser uh, same game. I'm going to tease the Giants up to plus 17, and I'm going to tease the over down to 44. I mean, we are absolutely in lockstep aligned on how we're approaching side and total. I'm doing the same thing. If uh, if I'm not teasing, I would take the Giants plus 11. Um, they, that's just, I think, too many points for a, a team that, as you pointed out, has been really, really good defensively as of late. Remember last year on Monday night, they played Tampa really well in New York, almost won that game outright. Um, and now they're getting Saquon Barkley back. They're getting Kadarius Tony, uh, Kenny Galladay, as healthy as he's been in a while. No Vita Vea on the other side is a huge loss for Tampa Bay and their dynamite run defense. So all these things add up, um, uh, having me uh, take the Giants. But I, I really do like the the, the two-leg six-point teaser. I'm going to tease the Giants up to 17-point dogs and the total down to 44, 43 and a half and play that over as well um, because I do think both teams will be able to score. Tampa at home will be able to score maybe not, you know, the 40 points that they're used to averaging, but I think they can, you know, score at least two or three touchdowns. And I think the the Giants have, you know, the, the most um, ready offense, the most capable offense they've had in some time with all these guys that are getting back. Andrew Thomas on the offensive line, even though he wasn't great last year, his play has improved this year. Um, and that's a big benefit for, Daniel Jones, we know that the Tampa Bay defense has been suspect, especially through the air. They're allowing a lot of production to opposing passing games. And that run defense that has been so dynamite is missing its most important piece, nose tackle Vita Vea. So I think the Giants can score and keep this close and add to that total. So I, uh, I like the two-leg six-point teaser, Giants up to 17 and the total down to 43 and a half. Let's get into the prop market here. Um, I'll go ahead and go first. I know that's going to take a, little, a lot shorter than uh, yours, Will, um, Anita. Uh, the one that stands out most to me is Chris Godwin. Uh, Godwin, his reception total is six and a half. That's plus 115. The yardage total for Godwin is 70 and a half. That's minus 115. I'm going to play both of those over um, for Chris Godwin, who has seven or more catches in four of his last five games. Um, he has been a little banged up as of late, but got through practice cleanly this week. Wasn't on the injury report. He's Tom Brady's safety blanket in the slot with no Antonio Brown. We know the target uh, share is going to be concentrated to Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and you know guys like Rob Gronkowski and Leonard Fournette might steal a few here or there. But the bulk of the passing is going to go to Godwin and or Mike Evans. And Godwin has the much, much easier matchup. Mike Evans will be matched up with James Bradbury, who is similar in stature and build. He's a big body cornerback who likes to play wide receivers that have the skill set and the frame of a Mike Evans. Meanwhile, Chris Godwin is going to be operating in the slot where Logan Ryan should be but Logan Ryan is uh, out due to COVID, and he's kind of their best um, slot cornerback. So Godwin's going to have an easier matchup. He's healthier than he's been in a while. 
Um, that's the that's the soft spot in New York secondary uh, due to injury. So that's kind of how I'm looking at the prop market here. I would dabble as well. Um, we'll see what Saquon's uh, props are. I haven't seen them posted yet anywhere, but I'm interested um, to hear what you think his workload might be. Uh, I mean, if we can attack uh, his prop market be- without Vita Vea and a uh, Tampa Bay defense that I believe has allowed, you know, something like the you know th- second, third, or fourth most receptions to opposing running backs in the NFL this season. So definitely high on Godwin. Um, I'm waiting to see what happens with Saquon. There's a few other that I might dabble with, but I know you got a lot of Nita, so I will sit back, relax, and let you take over the show here. <laughs> All right, let's start. Let's start with the Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones over 243 and a half passing yards. He went over 243 the start of the season when he did have a healthy roster, let alone wide receiving core. Granted, no Sterling Shepard, but he's going to have enough weapons to work with. And as we know, teams are averaging 39, almost 40 passing attempts a game against the Tampa Bay Bucks because you have to. It's very difficult to run on them. So uh, fourth most passing attempts against them each and every week. So I do believe that we're going to get a lot of volume from Daniel Jones uh, tossing the rock later on tonight. So um, who's he going to toss it to? I'm hearing that Kadarius Toney has had an exceptional week at practice. I hear he looks great. Um, I'm going over 42 and a half receiving yards for him. Also over four and a half receptions. You can get that at plus money at plus 130. I do like that. Uh, the games when he has played where he has been healthy, he's averaging nine to 13 targets a game. Keep in mind, no Sterling Shepard. So I think we're going to see him play a lot out of the slot tonight as well, which I think could be a huge advantage for him. The Buccaneers, um, are getting 22 targets per game to opposing wide receivers. That's fifth most, fifth most. The catch rate they're allowing is almost 65%. Uh, Yards per target is eight yards per target, and they're 13th in touchdown rate. So um, there's a lot of opportunity there. And like I said, I I do believe the Giants are going to stay close and keep within the 11 points to cover. They're going to have to pass the ball. Saquon Barkley, the numbers aren't out yet, but I'm going under here. One thing that we know is that the the Giants, they they, they handle Barkley with kid gloves. And I think they have to. He's got a contract deal coming up. They don't know what they're going to do. Like, are they going to, you know, do they tag him? Do they offer him a new deal? You know, he was, you know, their first round draft pick. It's just there, there's a lot that they have to really deal with. So, again, they handle him with kid gloves. Uh, when he first came back after his injury, he only got 10 carries. And throughout the season, he hasn't had more than 13 carries a game. And that was only once this season. So I think his usage is not going to be a lot of volume. Also, they have Devontae Booker back there, who we know the team really likes a lot. I don't think that he's going to go away. I think it'll, he'll be utilized in the backfield tonight as well. And as we know, the Tampa Bay Bucks are really good against the run. We'll see how good they are without Vita Vea, but I still think that they are going to be good. They've only allowed three, 3.5 yards per carry. So again, those numbers aren't out yet. But if they're anything significant, like I'll give you a number. So if it comes out, Saquon Barkley over under 50 rushing yards, I'm going to go under. Um, If it's Saquon Barkley over under 10 and a half carries, I'm going under. So those are like my my marks in regards to where I'm going under. In regard to the Bucs, I think Leonard Fournette has a, a monster night. I'm going over 95 and a half rushing and receiving yards. He's handled over 90% of the backfield touches. He's been utilized in the passing game. The Giants are allowing 4.6 yards uh, to backs, uh, and uh, and also backs are averaging six targets in the passing game against them, uh, which is not good. Antonio Brown is still out. 
if and only if Scotty Miller is out as well and he does not come off of IR, look for the prop bets on Tyler Johnson. And I like the overs in those without AB and without Scotty Miller. He's averaging five targets a game. So if it's Ty Johnson over two and a half receptions or over three and a half receptions, I'm going to take the over on that. Um, Tom Brady really likes him a lot and he's getting a lot of opportunity without AB. But again, play that only if Scotty Miller is, is still on IR. And last but not least, um, Ryan Suckup. I'm going over seven and a half points. As I said before earlier in the podcast, the last three weeks, the Giants have only allowed three touchdowns in 13 red zone trips. Their defense is playing a lot better than what most people think. I think Tampa Bay is going to kick more field goals than what most people expect. Last but not least, any time touchdown for net minus 145. I know it's a lot of juice, but I do believe more than anyone else, he finds the end zone tonight. Gronk plus 180. He's back in action. And we know that uh, Brady loves to target him, especially uh, in the end zone. Kadarius Tony, I think he's going to be a major factor in the Giants offense tonight. You can get that at plus 215. And also there's two really fun bets um, on Caesars, and that's their odds boost. Gronk and Evan Ingram both score a touchdown. And, dude, you can get that at 14 to 1. And last but not least, they have a special that is Daniel Jones over 240 and a half passing yards and Leonard Fournette over 64 and a half rushing yards. And you can get that at plus 240. That might be my favorite bet is that special is Jones mm. over and Leonard Fournette over at plus 240, Tyler. All right. I will keep my eye on that. Always intriguing to hear what you got on the cheesecake menu for a Monday. Uh, real quick before we hop over to the NBA, I know you always like to look ahead. Is there anything for Thanksgiving or for a week, what would be 12 now? I, I'm losing track on Sunday. Anything that you think is worth sharing with the listeners right now? Um, yeah, I mean, in, in regard to Thanksgiving, um, is anyone really going to be watching the Bears-Lions game? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, especially if Justin Fields can't play. I mean, oh, I don't know. I just I don't. If anything, in that game, I'll play the uh, the overs with uh, with DeAndre Swift because he's just been a complete yeah, beast this season. Right. I mean, he is the Detroit Lions offense. So once those numbers come out, um, I'll probably be on those. In regard to the Raiders and the Dallas Cowboys, um, Cowboys were just off last night uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, this Raiders team, uh, my favorite bet. My best bet was the Cincinnati Bengals minus one. Look what happened in that game. Yeah. They came out in the second half and they just shut them down. So um, I do like Dallas here. They're at minus seven right now. I would not take them at minus seven and a half. I, you know, I don't, I don't like that hook. So right. I, I, I would jump on this now at minus seven because it might go up to minus seven and a half at kickoff just because of how bad uh, this Raiders season has gone for them. And last but not least, man, I tell you what, the Saints plus four and a half. I might take the dog here. There is something wrong with this Bills team. I know you and I are going to do the bet show later on tonight. You could watch that on ESPN Plus uh, at 5.30. We're going to talk about contenders and pretenders. Um, I'm con contemplating putting the Bills, even though the Bills are my Super Bowl pick, I'm contemplating putting the Bills as a pretender. I've got some major concerns about them. I do right now, going into this game, I do like the Saints and that defense against wow. the Buffalo Bills coming off a really embarrassing loss against the Colts at home. I like the Saints getting the four, four and a half. 
All right. Something to look forward to for our thankful Thursday with family, friends, food, and football. I got my eye on the association tonight. A pretty big card. So a couple of kind of like uh, not going to wait the whole game bets. Um, but there's some trends that I have uh, picked up on Twitter that I'm going to try and lean into. First is um, a, a first half under for the Wizards and the Hornets. This game in D.C., I'll have you know that the Wizards have been a surprisingly good defensive team this season. Meanwhile, Charlotte plays very little defense. They play at a fast pace. But with this game in Washington, I think they can dictate kind of the script of the game. So I want to play the first half under 110.5 points, Wizards and Hornets. Nine straight Wizards games have gone under in the first half. There's another trend worth noting as well, and it's the Oklahoma City Thunder. They've had 11 straight games go under the first half total. Tonight, they are in Atlanta taking on a Hawks team that is way better at home defensively and is not playing nearly as fast as you might think. Thunder is not a good offensive team. The Hawks, a pretty good defensive team as well. So I'm going to play that first half under 108 points between the Hawks and the Thunder. Again, 11 straight games involving OKC have gone under the first half total. There is one full game spread that I like. Um, maybe I'm being suckered here because it seems a little low, but the Bulls are only laying three tonight at home at the United Center against the Indiana Pacers. I like DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine in this spot, laying just three against a Pacers team um, You know that has some good players but has just not quite put it together yet and I don't think is in the same class as the Bulls are in the um, Eastern Conference. So I like the Three points there. Uh, I'll, I'll lay it with the Bulls. And then there's one more first quarter over that I'm going to take. This is a first quarter over. The Rat or the Bucks, pardon me, have gone over in the first quarter seven straight games. Tonight they're at home against the Orlando Magic, and obviously they're massive favorites at home. The first quarter total is only 53 and a half. And I'm going to go over that thinking Giannis and uh, now that uh, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are back, uh, put together a good first quarter against the Magic. The Magic starters are surprisingly good. Like the problem with the Magic is they don't have any depth. Once their starters come off the floor, that's an issue. So as long as those starters stay out of foul trouble in the first quarter, I like going over 53 and a half between the Magic and the Bucks. The Bucks will keep that pace up. They like to get up and down the floor. And since this game is in Milwaukee, I think, again, they can dictate that type of game script, that tempo uh, that we're going to see. So I'm going to go over 53 and a half in the first quarter with the Bucks and the Orlando Magic. Anything that you have your eye on for the NBA, or is it all Monday Night Football and all football this week for you, Anita? It is all football for me this week. But again, you and I are hosting Bet later on tonight at 5.30, and I promise to have some NBA plays and picks for our viewers then. All right. Can't wait to uh, hop on with you, and like we do every Monday, have a lot of fun on Bet. So we will see you there on our ESPN YouTube channel, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you can find us on digital platforms. That's where Bet will be at, what, 2.30? Yeah, just don't elbow me. Two or two just don't elbow me in the face. <laughs> I won't. I will do my best not to. Uh, that's Pacific time as well. So add three hours for Eastern time. I operate out here in Vegas. So two thirty um, Pacific, five thirty Eastern uh, for bet. That'll do it for today's. Daily Wager podcast, a little bit more than 10 minutes of the bets you need as promised in the NFL and, of course, the association. Please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you're enjoying the show. It helps us out tremendously, and we will chat with you tomorrow on the Daily Wager podcast. 